Hello, ladies and gents. This podcast episode is brought to you in association with Parker Rose Interiors. Now, not only are they letting us host the podcast in their showroom, they're also Cambridge's leading kitchen and bathroom specialist. You only have to look at their designs, look at their portfolio of work they've done. It really is incredible. There's an element of class, an element of magic about what they do. So go and check them out. Follow them on social media and go and say a big FRC hello to the boys and girls at Parker Rose Interiors. They really are something special. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the FRC podcast, episode number four, I believe. Is it four? Yeah. Four. four. Episode number four. And we have a very, very special guest with us today. We've got Callum, who's normally behind the camera, but we've decided to drag him in because we didn't have a guest today. And <laughs> I think it'd be really interesting to hear his point of view come into the page. He's very knowledgeable about his food and his, uh, all his other bits. So a very worthy guest of the podcast. Hello, thank mate. Thank you. Thank you. How's it feel to be in front of the guest, camera? So you, you just fall. <laughs> yeah, we'll grab him. Well... Uh, you're. Uh, I think to be fair, once we get in our own studio, which we'll talk, come to later, I think you should be a resident on the podcast anyway. Ooh. You walk. You walk. <laughs> you walk. You walk the walk with us day in day out. This is true. And I think you um, will probably have some good stuff to say f- from an outsider's loosely point of view. You know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. See a lot with you, but yeah, it's been fun <laughs> so far. Definitely. Jess, welcome back. Thank you. We've had, had, we've had a couple of weeks off, haven't we? Yeah, we have for various reasons, but... Gallivanting. Gallivanting. Yeah, you could call it that, Callum, yeah. <laughs> so, um, we've been... Do you know why, why did we have a week off the week before? I think we just had a lot of things on. You were very busy. Yeah. Mm. And then... We were going to Ibiza, we went to Ibiza, didn't we? And it split over two weeks. So that kind yeah. of, we got back yesterday and we left on a Thursday and usually we film on a Wednesday. So it was a bit, bit of a rush. So we should have lots to talk about. Mm, lots happened. A lot has happened. So I suppose I should start with an apology to everyone that has tuned in and we hasn't had a podcast for a couple of weeks. Sorry about that, but we are looking to rectify it. We're now in the process of actually trying to find our own studio, which is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll come on to that a bit later on for the future of the page, et cetera, et cetera. But I really, really enjoyed sitting down with these. I think sitting down and doing these uh, podcasts, I think they're a lot of fun. Um, you know, th- we've got so much potential with future guests and topics and discussions, and especially in the food sector. I think it's wild at the moment. Like, if you, if you type in food news... On your phone, some of the shit that you got on there. <laughs> like, There's a lot. <laughs> should we come on to that later as well? <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I was um. So since we, who was our last last guest? It was um Tom. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Tom. So I think we managed. I think we're getting up to about eighty listeners <laughs> for our podcast. Eighty. Eight zero. This is going to many households. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> I think the bit, the biggest thing for us is if you've got anything to say or want to contribute to the page of any news or exciting topics, please get in touch. Um, we'd love to hear anything you want us to talk about or, you know, if you've got... Actually, we've got some wicked guests coming on, haven't we? We have, yes. We've absolutely. got some great guests. So we've matched up some people that actually, a bit like Tom, add some spice and a bit of heat to the page. Yeah, there's some people we've met over the last few weeks, isn't there? Because we've been travelling a lot that have been interested in coming on, so we just need to nail it down and get get dates booked in and then they'll be going forward. Mm. 
All right, so we might as well talk about Callum quickly. Yes. Hello. Introduce yeah. yourself. Come on, Callum, talk about <laughs> Callum. So you've been on, you've been on, uh, you, by this point, those that have, haven't seen, Callum actually has done a couple of um, feature bits of content actually in front of the camera by this point. So it's probably a nice time to come on the podcast, mate. So we can actually hear your voice. Um, you sat down with uh, F Cooks, for example, and that tried, was fun. tried your... Um, Basically, yeah. like, try these eels. Bit, bit of pressure, yeah. Yeah, try these eels. <laughs> Don't feel well, but yeah. I think that was a good one for you yeah, to get on, though, because you've not, you've not had pie mash before. It, yeah, so. it was definitely an experience, and I did actually feel better after that. Did you? Yeah, because yeah. you were feeling a bit peaky before, weren't you? I was before, feeling, you? yeah, very, very ill before that, and then I think that the eels healed me. That's risky business, <laughs> isn't it? The Number eels one, coming to work, if you're feeling, we know what type of eel he's talking about. <laughs> um, the one-hour car journey is... Uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not hard, hard people, really, are we? No. <laughs> so, look, I think, uh, I think um, you come into the business, Callum, was a bit of a statement from us. We wanted to make everything a bit more professional, and you've definitely added that. So those of you that have seen the nice, those of you that watch our actual content on YouTube and Facebook have seen that we've got some nice sort of videos. We've definitely looked a lot more professional. <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> and you guys might be thinking, fucking hell, these guys have upped their game a little bit. No, that's Callum. <laughs> So what did you do before, Callum? Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you were doing and how you stumbled into sort of being a superstar videographer. I was a personal trainer for quite a few years. <laughs> a bit, bit random, but yeah. Um, not anymore, especially... Can I just say, I've gained quite a bit of weight since starting with you guys. Not your fault, but there's, a, there's been a bit of food. You um, don't like leaving food, do you? Oh. And we leave a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, you think Jess doesn't eat and Matt doesn't eat, but they actually leave a lot of food. Yeah. And yeah. Thanks for that, by the way. No, no, no. no. That's, <laughs> that's good. They don't eat a lot of food. Yeah. Um, especially when we're doing a lot of reviews, and sometimes it looks too good to say no. And exactly. I don't like leaving leftovers. <laughs> Which is a problem when you're doing five takeaways. It was a problem the other day with my missus after sheesh. Jesus Christ. Why? I got home, she's like, where's my goodie bag? Oh, I was no. Like, oh, no. It. We Ate literally <laughs> we did leave a lot, didn't we? Oopsie. Yeah, she wasn't happy. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> left your um, pie and mash goodie bag in my car as well, by the way. Yeah, I forgot that as well. <laughs> I ate it the next day. Did you really? <laughs> was it nice cold? It was good, yeah. Do you, know what I, do you know what I've really enjoyed about that? It's the chilli vinegar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you that got was a bottle of that, didn't I you? A bottle, yeah, I took yeah. a bottle home, yeah. That was absolutely amazing. Chilli vinegar, everyone. is an absolute game changer. So you get that sharpness from the vinegar, but also a bit of heat coming through at the end. It's like a, it's a real game changer. I haven't had it on fish and chips yet. Ooh. I think that is going to... Obviously, fish and chips is probably my number one. Um, I think that will elevate fish and chips. Or as we like to call it, chish and vips. <laughs> yeah, so what, what about the, your pie mash experience? Did, you know, did you actually like it? Did you enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, I really, really liked it. Definitely, it's like a homely feel to it. The eel was an experience. Um, Ooh, absolutely Yeah, the pie mash not. was definitely nice. The pie itself, very nice. The mash for me, you have to mix it in. Otherwise, it's a bit just potato. Well, it's it was just potato, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. They're, they're unapologetically simple. You know, like, I thought, you know, everyone makes... Mashed potato, you, you chuck a bit of butter in, don't you? Yeah, or a bit yeah. of salt or something, a bit of cream, maybe. I don't know. If you'll be really flash, a bit of garlic, I, I, I don't know. Everyone makes it different. And that was literally with just like just potato. Mashed it? potato. Just literally mashed potato, nothing else in it. Yeah. That's, how they used to, that's how they used to do it, isn't it? But, yeah. you know, 100 years ago, whatever. And they, I think they try and keep it the same. That is crazy to think that that exact dish that we had then would be the same as someone that would have eaten 100 years ago. A 1862 or something. Oh, so like 150 years ago. East End pie mash is so polarising because a lot of people 
you know, swear by it. You know, it's an institution. It's, it's historical. It's exactly the same. Was that what we, mm. like you're saying? Exactly how it was all of those years ago. And other people just go, that's fucking shit. And I don't know why people like it. That liquor, that liquor sauce is... Oh, see, I'm not, a fan, I'm not a fan of it's that. It's disgusting. I've got mates who've come from London. Oh, mate, it's fucking shit. I don't know why everyone likes it so much. No. <laughs> you know, liquor gravy's not for me. Like, I would like a nice beef gravy. It, it's not, not liquor gravy, just liquor, it's parsley sauce or liquor. Is it not gravy? No. No. It's parsley sauce or, or people call it liquor. Is it De- not liquor gravy? It's not definitely not liquor gravy. Fact check. <laughs> You can check just, it. Just you, has to be right. You can check it. You can, you can check it all you want, my love. I don't really like gravy, but that was quite nice. I kind of liked it. it. Yeah. For me, Callum, it just go all went together. Yeah, definitely. like you're saying, like the the potato. I think you get some salt from the beef, and if you mix it all together, it all comes together in your mouth, and you on the end yeah. of the fork. You have to mix it in. I think. Yeah. I'm, I like to not mix things. So yeah. But it's like um, this will probably lead on to my next question. Pretty good, but. Are you wrong, Jess? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I've tried. <laughs> yeah. I think they, yeah. All right. Thanks for that. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so it's part of like the, what was I saying? It was part of like the experience for me with the pie mash. It's like um, you walk in, order, like split second, they're playing you up. Two seconds later that you've been handed your food, sit down, eat. It's like the whole thing is it's kind of cool. It's like seamless, isn't it? It's totally seamless. It's nothing like a cafe where you've got different options on a menu and it that still comes out pretty quick, but pie mash is fucking rapid. So they've all the got all the fast food? All, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, really good point, Callum. Um they've got all the obviously they're only selling one fucking thing, so <laughs> yeah. well, whoa, 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 whoa. They've got studios. Yeah, it's fucking hell, studios. Yeah. GLED. <laughs> they were rank. Um but yeah, they, it's literally all all ready to go. You walk in, you order two, two and one or whatever, bosh, 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 on a plate, get your drink, down you go. Like literally 30 seconds after you order, you scoff him. I can see why it was so popular because if you think if you're on your lunch break and you only, most of the time you only get half an hour and you think, where can I get a hot, mm. freshly cooked hot meal Fast as well, in like that. less than a minute, bosh, eating that hearty food. There is something quite magical about it. Like Callum said, the original fast food. I, I, I kind of get it a little bit. It's weird. Mm. I kinda get, it's very, very basic. Very, very simple. You know what you're getting. The same every week. It hasn't changed. It's mm. consistent. Mm. I'm just surprised I don't serve beer with it. I think it'll be perfect with a pint. Mm. <laughs> a nice hearty meal. A little, like, a, a like, a, like a Guinness. So <laughs> yeah. like a, um, this is interesting for all the drink lovers out there. We went to one in uh, somewhere called, it was Robbins, I think, Jess, wasn't it? Oh, I can't. Yeah, I think so. so. Is that the one in? Um, yeah, that it was like a shopping complex. Yeah, so mm. yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. they have orange juice in one of the machines that you put your cup under, and it just pours out. It's like fast as fuck. Everyone was eating, drinking orange juice. If you go to Manzi's, they have sarsaparilla. Have you heard that before? No, what's that? It's like a flat. I'm gonna murder this. It's like <laughs> a flat. I say flat as in still uncarbonated like a juice version of a, it's a bit, little bit like a fruity Coke mm. that's okay. flat and it comes in, sort of, you can actually buy it in Tesco's, but I think it's like 50p a bottle. It's Jamaican heritage, I believe, don't quote me on that. Um, my mate from London reckons it cures cancer, <laughs> whether it does or not. And like in, throwing it, out facts here. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, don't I'm quote chucking me. out all don't the fucking facts today. <laughs> um, 
that's, the, that's what they serve, sarsaparilla. And so it seems like I went to another one somewhere else and everyone was drinking Capri Suns. I think yeah. it's like juice, a cold, juice, sharp okay. juice is what it goes with. I don't know. You, pl please get, let us know in the comments if, if, if you know what we're talking about. Everyone has their own thing. Like my mate also messaged me saying, we, oh, I think I took a picture of my pies. And he's like, you can't do that, mate. You've got to turn them over. Yeah, a lot of places turn them over so they have lid down. No, oh. he said he said that he turns it over. Oh, he does. They serve it the right way up, and he turns it over because apparently the underneath is the best way to get at the meat. Oh, I thought one of the I think Manzi's or somewhere actually does serve them. Mm, interesting. I'll get that because then lid down. Yeah, you got you got direct access. <laughs> the top to bit's going to be the crustiest bit, isn't it? So then that bit, the juice mm. is soaked into the crust, kind of thing. I did. Um, Very technical. I did learn a lot going there, but the, uh, the cook, uh, F cooks. Going out the back and seeing how they made it all and, and learning from him. Was, was it Robert, his name, wasn't it? Yeah, Robert. Robert, yeah. Talking to Robert about his family heritage and stuff. That was mad, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, they actually used to have the eels at the, at the first shop on the street so people could literally go and... Yeah, they had live eels, didn't they? The live eels, yeah. So they had constant water running. But he is actually going to be one of our, um, hopefully, future podcast guests. Podcast guests. He'd be, he'd be a great guest. Yeah, because yeah, be... he knows everything, doesn't he? He was on the BBC Masterchef. Yeah, Master yeah, he was on, um, was it? Master, it was Masterchef. Celebrity uh, Masterchef. No, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it was Celebrity what? Masterchef. I think, it, I think it, it, might celeb? no, it might have No, it might have something else. No, it was definitely Celebrity Masterchef. It was, it was a cooking show on BBC. Yeah, he was on the, <laughs> he was on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely, I'm telling you, it's Celebrity Masterchef. No, I, I watched think, it. I think it's the programme where they, where <laughs> they have the... Yeah, right, we'll Joe, Joe Swash was on it. Do you remember? He made a pie. Mm. There's a few other people. There was a yeah. It's definitely well, celebrity a master chef. Oh, okay. Anyway, he was on as the pie expert, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah. Honestly, you don't believe me. No, I, I watched it. Okay. I've got no reason not to believe you, but I think it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was bake off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he was a resident pie expert, and speaking to him was amazing. He just knew everything about what he was doing, and obviously that he's. Said he's following his customers to uh, out into Essex. I think uh, by all accounts, is it is, he, is it dying off in London East End? Is, it, is, that, is that was that what he was alluding to when he was talking to us a little bit? There was a lot of little pie and mash <coughs> business. Uh, the old East Enders are moving out of London, aren't they? Because it's, it's all getting bit changed. Hip, bit is that, was, that him, was that him saying that the hipsters? Yeah, I think the hipsters are taking over busy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the hipsters don't like the pie mash. Is that what you're saying? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, they're let's all just say they're, they're mostly vegan, aren't they? So yeah. <sighs> controversial <laughs> they aren't but they're not gonna they like um like gourmet weird stuff don't plant-based it's not yeah. they're not old school yeah but, um so he was talking to us about like how he's followed his customers you know out to where they live now out in the essex it's funny, wasn't it? Because he had all these pictures on the wall of the old, oh. like, 150 years ago, his, his great fifth generation grandfather standing outside the shop and, and he's in this brand new shop doing, trying to replicate the old style, traditional methods um, in a new shop and they still had the sawdust on the floor. Yeah. It was weird. And I, it was I like walked a, in, I was like, why is there like sawdust a, on the floor? Yeah, I was really, I was really confused. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of cool though. It's like they bring in Pie Mash to the 21st century. I really enjoyed it. They were like cleaning the windows and I was like, why are you cleaning the clean windows when there's sawdust on the floor? Why is no one sweeping that up? He, do you know what? So Callum actually asked him about the sawdust, just to let you guys know at home. He said that the liquor, the parsley sauce, you've got me going here. I said, he said the liquor's <laughs> fucking gravy then. Um, he said apparently if that gets on the floor, it's like a nightmare. So they uh, apparently sawdust is the best thing to get it off and 
I think back in the day as well, people used to spit on the floor. Oh, spit yeah. the eel bones That's out. That's what he said, yeah. Yeah, so they... Uh, I can imagine if someone did that now. Eel bones. You cart them out the shop, wouldn't you? <laughs> Let's get onto the eel. So, we, obviously, it's pie and... It, the, the shop is, is Cook's Pie and Eel Shop. It's in the fucking title. Can't get away from it. Um, pies are delicious. Fairly, fairly basic. Strong beef flavour. Love it, love it, love it. Great. Two different types of pastry on the pie. And then you've got the eels. I'd, I just I find it so random. Um, these eel, eels come out in chunks. They're, I don't know if they're boiled and then jellied, but these je- these eels that we had this time were in in they were called studios, but it's in the parsley sauce in the liquor. And they, dare I say it, they were a little bit better than the jellied version. Have but you seen how they lot. make the jellied version? I watched a video Go the on. other day. Go oh on, tell me about God. it. Oh. So they get the live eel, chop his head off, cut it, take it, take everything out. And then chop it up, put it in, like boil it, they boil it, mm-hmm. and then they get the jelly stuff. Once it's boiled, obviously get rid of the water, shove the jelly in, mix it up, put it in the fridge. Next day, take it out, it's ready. And when it comes out, it looks. Mean. They literally just chop yeah. the eel up, do they? So I just chop the eel up, boil it, and then just whack the jelly on and put it in the fridge Jesus overnight. Christ. I remember it. my nan making um, jelly eels when I was a kid. She, never was from, she left the London in the Blitz, I think it was, all, uh, during the war. But I think she she, she must have grown up in it, I don't know. But she's, I remember her in Cleveland making it. Actually, she used to make it, yeah. No, I've never been in my... Yeah, I just don't get it. My family. It is quite a repulsive... Like, it's quite a repulsive texture, isn't it? Like, you've got the, the jelly, which in itself is a bit minging. I feel like the jelly is the worst part. I feel like the actual you know, like eel you know, like right. gelatin is not too bad. Like you know, in a pork, if you have a really nice pork pie, even so, even then, some people don't like it. I'll, I'll quite happily smash it in a pork pie. You have a very thin layer between the pastry and the meat, and it kind of acts like a a, a cocoon for the, the goodness. If you have it all in one go, it's lovely. It's really enjoyable. Like no problem at all. I've never flinched eating that jelly whatsoever. But the jelly on the eels is like kind of loose and a bit stodgy and a bit like minging. It's like a brain. <laughs> and mm. then. And then you have the skin of the ear, which is like kind of a bit rough in texture. It doesn't break down and it's very, very, what's the word I'm looking for? It's got a bit of elasticity to it. Yeah. It's got a bit of pull and it's, ugh. and then you've got the really fishy flavour in the middle, which has bones in it. It is very fishy. I was very surprised. At but then you've got the bones in it as well. And yeah. it's like, it's completely like, just chop it up. And that's how you have it. It's got no, no, you know, I, I don't get it. It's not quite a test. Yeah, I've got a few yeah. of them on a page. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's things like that and that... It's like that smelly fish we did. That Sastromin. Uh, oh. Like, how... Pff, anyone hasn't seen that, I tried the Swedish Baltic herring Sastromin. It's about 40 quid a can. This basically goes around as a bit of a joke that, you know, people crack it open and you watch them trying to eat it. I see a comment. Someone said um, you should do it for a celebration for 500,000 followers oh, on Facebook. That's a good idea. We'll do why don't we open two cans? Because I loved your reaction so much. <laughs> Apparently, I'd, I'd maybe you should do that and then you should just smash in some death nuts and then have a one chip challenge. And then just have a heart attack. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that just sounds like it's trying to knock me off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, is it Swedish? The yeah, heron? the heron. Um, they there is like an etiquette because it is something you would bring to like a barbecue or something. Who would bring mm. that to a bar? It just blows my mind. <laughs> they um. No, Paul, you can bring the cheese. Yeah, no problem, mate. Oh, Steve, you got the ham. Julie's bringing the trifle. Um, who's bringing the who's bringing it's the a pork, weird barbecue? Who's bringing the pork chops. So, like, don't worry. Um, 
old uh, <laughs> Savoy, <laughs> fucking, Ivan. What's the Swedish name? Hans. Hans is bringing the herring. Don't worry about that. We've got that covered. Oh, brilliant. Fucking great. We've got this. They, ha- they have to go away from the group and they actually open it underwater, which gets rid of that horrendous sm- first bit of smell. And then it's quite a, like your dad. We took it round. And no, that was a joke. We to took it round to his dad's house. We were an, like, oh, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just get him to dry it. We we're like filming it. We're like, oh, it's going to be really funny. And he was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but if he's <laughs> 75 years old, his, his, his taste buds must be blown to smithereens. And <laughs> I actually think that was a perfect demo, demo that that is true, Jess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a little backstory. So he, in my dad's fishing tackle shop, yeah, um, a little sh- the shout, Stan J Sports. Um, a guy in there was saying how I made a big meal out of that, um, the smell. Uh, it, is, it is disgusting. It's completely horrendous. And uh, I laughed and said, well, why don't we... Um, why not I get some and fucking put you two to the test? Like, yeah, go on then, no problem. My dad was like, he was like, you know, I, I, he didn't even, it was like, he was, he was so dismissive of it. That I thought, right, you, you fucking wait. You wait till I get you this. And uh, we took it round, didn't we? we yeah. <laughs> Attempted to kind of film it, but it was just, it was a car crash. And my dad sat there on his, on his plastic table and chairs at the back of his fishing tackle shop, cracked it open, Pulled a bit of fish out and just ate it. <laughs> I didn't, was like, didn't even flinch. I was like and 20 like, metres away with my nose. And my nose. I had one whiff of it and I was gagging. <laughs> I was literally gagging out the back of the, out the, back of the gates. You know, I, I must have been 10 metres away and I got a gag whiff of it and it was like, fuck, get me away from here. I think you'd be quite good at that. He didn't even flinch, actually. did he, Jess? I don't know. I don't like fish. But saying that, a lot of the elderly people, mm. they, they grew up eating a lot of crap. Like my grandma eats pig trotters and... I don't know what I think you had to eat whatever you could like, get yeah, hold of. Yeah. Whatever, you, whatever you can get. I remember my nan telling me because she was born, she was about four or five around the war and she said that she was seven years old before she had a banana. And like... That's mind-blowing. We don't, we don't know how, how good we've got it now, do we? I know yeah. it sounds yeah. big, but we've literally got the, the, the supermarkets, the, the supply chains, logistics these days. It's incredible. And people are crying when their avocados on in. Shock. Yeah, exactly. a shock horror, yeah. by the way. Breaking news this week. We've got to touch on it. Is this the right? No, that's not the right one. What <laughs> <laughs> one did you want? I don't know. Hold on. Breaking news. <laughs> Oxford has got no avocados. <laughs> and Cambridge. <laughs> no, that is literally the news this week. Yeah, Waitrose delivery has run out of avocados. Fuck. It's Fuck. actually really bad for the environment for everyone to be eating so many avocados, isn't it? Did you... Uh, again, no, they all come from Mexico, <clears throat> don't they? Don't quote me on this, but yeah, to actually get them over. And they also, they use swarms of bees unnaturally to artificial yeah to um pollinate them or something like that so actually it's worse it's not as organic as you think and it's not as good for the environment i, I think i actually read jess i think you showed me this <coughs> a while ago and it's a, 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 an avocado is not actually vegan because they do exploit the bees mm. unnaturally to pollinate you're yeah, right yeah absolutely there's a big argument that an avocado is not actually um because of because of bees because of it bees. hasn't actually got any bees in it <laughs> yeah, but they use the bees <clears throat> just like, like against s- their will slave trade yeah, <laughs> yeah. slave trade of bees oh, <laughs> yeah. okay well, get in the, please <clears throat> please get in the comments and let us know this, that is an argument in itself I think with the whole um, like the 
ozone layer, the carbon emissions and everything. I think one of the biggest problems that we've got at the minute is the fact that we expect all different seasonal foods all year round. Whereas really, I think we should be going for, we get raspberries in this season and then for the rest of the year, you can't get them. So we're not bringing them in from I love different it when countries. you go to a restaurant and they, they go seasonal. <laughs> seasonal and local. That is what, it's, that's, I think that's absolutely amazing. Because we're spoiled. Yeah, we mm. are. But then think about how much food goes to waste as well. Oh, my God. Oh, mate, it would make you sick. It? It's disgusting, really. I've heard that uh, salad is the worst thing that goes to goes waste. It goes off so fast. That's yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. It's got an expiry date. <coughs> Did you see that video, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Of the Himalayan rock salt. It said, like, 50, 500 million year old Himalayan rock salt with an expiry date of February 2022. <laughs> it's like, thank God they found it just before it expired. <laughs> Thank God they dug it up just before it expired. God, what would we have done? Fucking hell, it's incredible, <coughs> isn't it? So, let's um, refer to my notes. Very prepared as always. Here we go, my first one. This kind of goes back to um, what we touched on with, with F. Cook. And I think everyone at home listening now, whether you're in your car, at the gym, whatever you might be doing, this is a big question. Um, what do you guys think? Because obviously, look, Jess, when we started, we were rank amateurs, you know, we just started we just started now we've been to I don't know what the official number is 900 maybe, yeah maybe I am a, gonna f- maybe I'm a gonna thousand do an official maybe count. a thousand reviews that's gonna take you a while <coughs> yeah yeah or you depending on who <laughs> does <laughs> it <laughs> uh Callum <laughs> what makes what makes a, a brilliant restaurant or takeaway so I think there's so many factors and I think now you you know I, I, I sort of Look, look to you, Jess, to see what you think because we've been to so many. And Callum, you've also now, you know, been with us for what three months now. Yeah, you know, you visited a a wasp a wasp a wasp. <laughs> a wasp. I went all German then. Heben Kreuzdonnerwetter for flixt ein Zugenet. Man, oh man, oh man. A wie heißt du? No, okay. So what are, you've been with us for three months now, and a, a vast variety of establishments. I'll put it to you guys. What do you think is that secret sauce, that special something that makes a restaurant or takeaway great? Hmm. A hard question. It's a hard question. I, um, so where I went to uni in Sheffield, there was a really crap takeaway near me, but everyone, <laughs> everywhere, everyone used to go there. And I think half of the battle with a takeaway has got to be the people behind the counter. Do you know, like when you walk in, like if I'm talking like a late night takeaway, and they're like, oh, you're right. And they're like, give you loads of love. And you're like, yeah, I know you're selling me like. But what about if you get it delivered? Oh, hmm. I think the delivery game has changed a lot in food, hasn't it? We'll come yeah, to it that. has. I, what, like, what you're saying is just the, the <coughs> sort of the atmosphere of the, the, yeah. en- the energy 100%. of the person behind the. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, like, I like it when they've got a bit of music going. Obviously, the food's got... TVs on the wall. Yeah, that's it. I like it when they've got pictures of the customers on the wall. They're cool. Ooh. You know? Have you ever been to Gardenia's yeah, in Cambridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many photos. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? That's, that's good. what I mean. It's like <laughs> it a... feels nice going in there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's very expensive. Is it expensive? For a kebab, yeah. Oh. Mm. I, I did a review there, and was, I didn't want to go in, because last time I went in there... The w- <laughs> This was, I think it must have been like 19. The guy ended up, ended up chasing me with a knife. There was an altercation outside with I think one of his relatives. Oh my God. Um, do you not remember? 
What, were you with me? No, no, oh. but when I told you, we oh, did yeah, a review. Yeah, I remember yeah, you yeah, told yeah. me, yeah. So I ended up running down to, um, if anyone knows Cambridge, the, down into the marketplace with the guy. He actually brought out the shop. I'm not, I'm not impressed the judgment of him, but <laughs> he brought out the, the, the kebab knife that he was cutting kind of things, yeah. Not ideal. But anyway, we did the review there, and it's cool. Like, going back there, they also didn't remember me. And it was a, um, I think I deducted them a point for trying to move a knife. <laughs> I think it would have been like a mid, I think the kebab was like a mid eight. But we, we made it, called it like a seven, five, just because he chased me with a knife a few years ago. Were you, were you intoxicated? Uh, intoxicated oh, yes, at the very time. intoxicated, yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure you did nothing wrong. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's all, it's all right. It's just things happen in war, don't they? It's all good. We, we moved on. <laughs> so, yeah, going back to the original question, uh, I think there's, I think what I'm trying to get at is that we've been to a few places. The, um, some are a bit unassuming, have this special something in the air. I don't know what it is. Mm. Maybe that's in a little bit of an attention to detail. Um, been to other places that have that and then have terrible service and it really impacts your experience. I also think as well, the you can tell a lot about a takeaway when you go in and if they've got 1,500 things on the menu, don't go in there. If they're just doing a couple of things really, really good, like a couple of things on the menu, maybe different variants of it, then yeah, that's the place to go. They're like honing their craft on one thing. Yeah, definitely. If they do pizzas, kebabs, fish and chips, sausages. But then again, though, Jess, everything. But just that's, a, that's just a fish and chip shop. Battered sausage, everything, fish and chips, <laughs> no. kebab. That's like, yeah, that's that's like no, but no. Pizza. What Jess is saying is that yeah, okay, that's oh, fair. Yeah. The ones, that, the, the ones that do it all. <laughs> I say it, my local. It's it's not amazing, but the serving size are so good. I feel like I could keep going back. Why, why do you keep going back? Is it, is it consistent? The donut meat's like, good. Mm. I, like, I get a donut wrap and a portion of chips, like meal deal. It's like six pounds, I think. That's a good price. With a drink. Ridiculous. Good and price. The chips are bigger than that thing there. Olé. It's like a baby. <laughs> I cannot and you finish blame it. us for putting on weight. I cannot finish the chips. <laughs> Me. You joking? No, that's so much. Cameron, I want to say something. You, you, eat, you can really tuck it away. Have you ever done any sort of like competitive eating? Um, I've... Feel, used to film myself eating food. Did you? Well, like what? Come on. Just random stuff. Used to film like massive cheat days, like 10,000 calorie, 20,000 calorie challenge. and You can eat like, really fast, can't you? Yeah. But I can't, anything with milk or like chocolate or mm. like donuts as well. Makes me feel sick. I've thrown up quite a few times. Uh, so, <laughs> is you, obviously, you're, you, would you say your specialist, your specialism is speed or quantity? Probably speed. Speed. Yeah. Oh, right. How quickly do you think you could eat a Domino's large pizza? I don't know. Not as fast as Max. Oh, I, I don't know. Good. I think you're really hey, quick. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? That's, that's a bit of content today. Have you eaten anything yet today? No. Let's get the uh, Domino's app up. Let's, um, let's film that today. That's, that's a bit of content. You're going <laughs> to see that. this video. <laughs> You'll see the video before the podcast. If you have, <laughs> let us know. You up for that? This is how we come yeah. up with content. I think we could... Yeah, but this is look, this is how we come up. This is have a bit of fun. This Things happen. Become a balloon. I haven't been to the gym in a month. I'm slacking. How's, your, right. t- how's your toenail doing? Uh, it's still black. Oh. So, a bit, ref- bit of <laughs> reference there. <laughs> Callum did the Cambridge half marathon with absolutely no fucking training whatsoever. <laughs> and his toenail fell off. My toe is black as well. It, is like, it? it turned into a massive blood blister, and my toe is still black. Like a week and a bit later. Have you been to the doctors? Mm. Doctors. No. <laughs> that's, Does one go to the doctors for that? That's how I feel about doctors. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where my doctors is. <laughs> little interesting, yeah, there you go. This is interesting. Little interesting uh, fact about 
Callum, you did how many half marathons? No, sorry, how many 5Ks? Oh, yeah. I did 156 in a row because I got bored in so lockdown. So 156 days in a row you did it? Consecutively, yes. Five and then K. before that, I did a few, ma- a, ma- yeah, a few marathons, a few half marathons, and like loads of other random stuff. Well, you, you were telling me one day you just left the house and just did a marathon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd never done one before. Half marathon was the furthest I'd ever been. Half then, marathons? That's how, long, how far is that? That's 13.1 miles. And then the full marathon is 26.2. I think. So were you just running a bit like, it sounds, it sounds a little bit like Forrest Gump. You were just <laughs> running. So at that point, I, obviously now I'm slacking really badly. But mm. at that point, I was very dedicated. I got very lean because mm. it was summer, lockdown, the first lockdown, and everyone was bored out their brains. Very nice weather. I was like, let's just go for a run. And yeah, I just ended up running the whole way around Cambridge, up towards St. Ives as well, and ended up doing the marathon. Christ. Just... I'd, I'd be happy if I could run to the end of the street. 156 <laughs> 5Ks in a row. That's madness. Can I ask, why, why not 157? What happened? Um, I really shit myself. I had shits. Um, yeah, I couldn't <laughs> move, basically. The next day, I went to go for a run and I had to run to the toilet. And then after that... Yeah. Couldn't you have done like a Paula Radcliffe? Like, just like, oh, just battling through. So, start of my half marathon. I ran it with my friend, Joseph, who then left me halfway through because I nearly quit. Mm. We'll get on to that. Um, <laughs> the toilet, the key for the toilets was ridiculous. And yeah, I needed a shit oh before God. I started. And I thought I was going to shit myself during the run. No. But luckily I didn't. And yeah, I nearly quit. Not even halfway through. I was just in the whole world of agony. My calf is the reason I haven't trained in so long. And yeah, I sat on the bench for about a minute. And then mm. I was like, I can't give up. I got a text from my stepdad saying, good luck. And I was like, I have to fucking keep going. So then, yeah, I just struggled on and then my toenail fell off and yeah, it was fun. Oh, <laughs> God. I think you actually covered, by the way, earlier mm. on when we said about your background. You said you were a PT and then yes. I said about how, videography and editing. Talk, uh, how did that, where did that come from? So yeah, I was a PT and then when I was doing that, I started doing the YouTube, eating food, kind of got, so I filmed on my iPhone like you guys mm-hmm. do. Um, and yeah, got into it, got, started to edit. Obviously the edits were shit and like, it was, wasn't great, but found my love for film myself and then taking photos as well has been a passion of mine so then um i came into a bit of money bought a camera bought a laptop and then just started doing photography and videography and went self-employed so basically you you came into a bit of money and actually invested it into something yeah that's gonna, okay. that's gonna pay you dividends that's cool man so i invested in that and that shit bmw that i had um let's not talk <laughs> about that but uh, i got a lot of stick from my friends for for wasting no. my money on the camera they, they were money. like you should save your money buy a house but oh, like, you know that typical stuff i was like no i know i want to do this i'm gonna buy the camera laptop and clearly it's paid off because mm. i'm here now mm. um, yeah but yeah that's sick. So this, when when uh, we, I think you guys may have even seen watching at home now that we put out a video, uh, a post, and we, we, Jess and I knew because we we we've done, we've done everything up to this point ourselves, and it just got to stage where we, like, so Jess learned to edit pretty good, to be fair. Mm. You know, got to a certain level that you took self taught. Yeah. which I, I thought well, you're doing some cool stuff let's, let's have it straight it wasn't you know obviously it's not a Callum's level but it was just for us it was big a big leap forward should we say but then we got to stage like we want to put with our dreams and ambition for the page obviously we're, we're leaning towards why well, we do more do more want more and uh, up the game a bit so we put out a post and Callum you were sent the first person in. actually yeah he's the first person yeah <clears throat> and I think oh, this is actually quite funny for you to hear Callum I think we you sent something and like, did you did you did you, it before 
a we, while ago and then you did it again like months later we, oh, really? I did it both times <laughs> did you we saw um, that's cool by the way <laughs> we saw your YouTube stuff and I thought fuck it's not really where then Jess was like no it's that's old and then you sent yeah, it was through, like 2007 yeah, yeah. or something wasn't it no like Five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but I, watched it it. I, I watched it. I thought, no, this is not. This is not. He's not at the level we're talking about here at all. But then you sent. Then Jess said, no, no, check this out. This video, and I was like, fucking hell. It was a did music video, that? wasn't it? I was like, did you edit that? And he was like, yeah. I did, me and my pal did it together. I was like, wow. You know, when you watch something, you're like, incredible, amazing. This music video was like fast edit. It was cut. It was, it was punchy. It was like in like it was like watching a. Something you would quite have happily have been, you could have been watching it on MTV or whatever. It's just it, that kind of level. It's like, yeah, sick. So obviously that's that's what yeah, we saw. Shout, shout out to Jamal as well. Yeah, yeah cool. Shout out to Jamal. Yeah, help me do If he's involved in that, then he must be must be a, 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 a sick editing craftsman he's, himself. He's but. a lot better than me. He's, he's definitely very good videographer. Um, yeah, and also shout out to Joseph because he originally sent me your sto- yeah, nice. the first story, not the second one that I referred to, but the first one. Really? And yeah. We've been a bit flaky with it. We, I think we wanted to do it, but then it, for us, obviously, you know, we've got other businesses and times are not always easy. There's, I think that's what I'll say. It might look like that from the outside, but, and it, but it's really not for other things that are going on. And making that commitment to someone, having to pay a wage, even even now in the first month, viewers like fucking you know, For us, it's a bit of a, we've got mm. we have probably like in total maybe sixty people on the payroll for other for other businesses. And let me just tell you this now, it isn't all sunshine and roses like when it comes to payday when you've got businesses that aren't fucking Amazon and, (laughs) you know, like you're not running Tesla. So making wages sometimes is tough. So making that commitment to someone like Callum who's going to come on board is a a big deal. So we've we've thought about it a few times and whether this business can, can afford it or whether, and I think got to the stage where we couldn't afford not to anymore. Yeah, definitely. And then like first, sorry Jess, first month, or second month, then boom, we, we're up into the, the UK uh, top six. So you've just paid it for itself, you know, like, and I think mm. that's all of us realise what we're dealing with now, which is great, which is great. Just, even just the amount of content, not even like the videos, just the amount we're editing and putting out mm. now. It's a lot. You wouldn't be able to do it, just you two, I don't think. No, no, impossible. We actually, when we first started, we, when we really got into it, we were putting out two reviews a day. That so was mainly in lockdown though, Jess, when we were... No, that, well... Was it? I can't remember, but I remember... Two a day, seven yeah. days a week. Yeah. Not always, not, so seven, my, not seven days a week. Maybe like f- f- two, two, five days a week and then we'd have maybe a day off and then another one would be just be a one day. It was, mm. the, I think the what you want to say, we, we, we went for... at it. We went at it hard. So I used to come in and, or like I used to start and I just used to, by the time I'd edited two videos and put them out, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's done. And then when you actually add in like filming it and travelling... I think that was what, what got us, wasn't and it? And it's not just the upload. It's the upload to YouTube, Facebook, content on Instagram, answering, you know, with the pages, particularly on Facebook, was like the, the messages that we were dealing with, were, you know, massive, mm. massive, massive, massive numbers of inquiries. And, and most of it is just great support. So you can't just ignore them. You've got to at least try. Um, apologies to anyone that we have missed because there's literally 20,000 messages in there that we're trying to work through now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> messages you get on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's just too much to deal just with. Have like, to turn those notifications off. <laughs> you just can't, you just can't deal with it. Like, this, this is it's fact, plain facts, and you know, is, you're not, we're not lad bible, we're not f- food bible. Obviously, it's literally, you're looking at the team. <laughs> and yes, there's a few other people that help us with other things every now and again, but we, we are the core team. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, looking to grow that. To be fair, now, but we'll, yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll come to that. But so, next thing to talk about. 
um, where is the channel going? I think we've kind of... Oh, yeah, someone messaged, uh, someone commented on YouTube that the, the fact that in your videos, mm -hmm. you always say page. Like, you're a channel, you're a channel. I know it's because yeah, of no. Facebook. Yeah, that's, I'm so used to it, aren't I? Yeah, maybe we need to switch it up I a bit. need to switch it, well, yeah, yeah, true. So the, where, where, where's it going? I, I think we're going to make a, I think for, as of, obviously we've been on holiday to Ibiza and like with any holiday, you have some thinking time and I believe that we should be expanding our team and maybe getting a little base. We can have our own little podcast studio and maybe even a little studio where we can film food content, like a little mini kitchen somewhere. Mm. Yeah, that'd and be good. And a base for Callum and another editor maybe to come on board to really try and maximise our potential yeah we've got a wicked audience we've got a, a, a big channel well done it's growing on youtube i know it's only small at the moment but we're getting there um we are the number one food review page in the uk facts men line num women line numbers don't there might be others out there that are bigger on youtube alone or bigger on facebook alone but combined no one gets fucking close <laughs> Let's have it straight. Oh, dear. For now, anyway. No, <laughs> listen, there's nothing wrong with a bit of competitive edge. Some mm. people are bigger on YouTube. Some are... Well, I don't mean anyone's bigger on... Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Numbers. YouTube numbers. We're doing well. I think that's what I'm trying to say. And actually, we're not in com competition with anyone. We're just in competition with who we were yesterday. Exactly. Focus on... Yeah. Just getting better, better every day. That's all, that's, all we've, that's, all we've, that's all we've tried to do. But anyway, I think what I'm trying to say is we recognise the fact that we're on, in a good, going to a good place. <clears throat> so yeah we might need to look at getting our own, our own little space somewhere mm, yeah definitely we've kind of just got a room at the minute haven't we that we I we've just have a, a desk in that we just kind of work from and you float around don't you from yeah. home and home it, it and wherever nice we are it would be nice to have our own little space wouldn't it yeah definitely 100% but we, I think we've got some exciting things coming up we've got in talks with some people I think there'll be there'll be big things coming Nothing you can you can, can really you can talk send. about that by the way. So we've we've signed to a uh, it's kind of a uh, management company. Yeah. That's going to help us with various bits and pieces in the background that should alleviate us a little bit and you know help us like, maybe even increase revenue so we can do more fun stuff. We, let's see. We, we've literally done done it last week, so fuck knows. Hmm. Yeah, I think it should be good though, and it's more YouTube based, isn't it? So our YouTube... Well, a, a couple of aspects of it. Are. Yeah. So I think that would be good because I think when we first started, we hardly even... We didn't even think about YouTube, which was stupid now, thinking about it. But we didn't really even... We put the odd video on there, didn't mm, we? So yeah, yeah. I don't think we've quite cracked it yet, still. We've got 40,000 subscribers, which is which is really good. Um, but nowhere near where Facebook's at now. Yeah. It's weird, though, because <coughs> the consistency... Like how much you put out every week on YouTube is mm. a lot. Like a lot, most YouTubers don't do maybe that. It's, maybe it's too much. No, I don't. I think you need to put more out, and eventually mm. the algorithm will sort itself out. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But do you know what? Just I think with anything, just need just need to put out the content you want to put out, and what happens will happen. You just yeah. Like the let the market decide. You know, if if the numbers aren't exploding on YouTube, that's probably on us to to adapt and change a little bit. I don't know. That's, some people comment like because we we read I read most of the comments and some of them are like I don't know why you don't have more subscribers and then other people are like they hate yeah, yeah they don't like it so I think it's maybe a bit like that I'm not sure 
Look, as long as we're having fun, as long as we're getting paid through the ads and we can afford to keep doing it, mm. you know, look, we're, just, we're having a lot of fun, so it's good. That's the main thing. As long as you're, you're happy. Yeah, definitely. Keep going forward. Yeah, exactly. Mate, it wasn't too many years ago that we couldn't afford to eat, so <laughs> let's, let's leave that there, do you know what I mean? That's real talk. I, rem- I remember the first, one of the first reviews we did, and um, it was a point where we didn't have loads of money. And um, I remember you saying, because we did a review for someone, it went really well and they got loads of custom from it. And he was, and you remember you saying, I don't think we'll ever have to pay for a takeaway there again. And you were like, it's so <laughs> nice to know that if we actually are hungry, and that was how we used to think then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That sometimes you couldn't afford to potentially have a meal or whatever. That, that we was, would that all was, that, that was, we would always have somewhere to go. Chili, that was chili bite, yeah. Yeah. That was chi- I'll t- we can talk about it. It was chili bite in London. Then. And again, when I did the review, everyone was like, "This is ma- like we were struggling as well at the time a little bit," and uh, everyone thought we got paid for the review, like they always do. Oh, another another paid review. I've never taken a fucking pound note for any reviews ever. Yes, people may have helped us with travel and stuff, but as only because we need it. Never for a score. Never for a actually paid to, to give any. You know, it's, it's never mm-hmm. happened. Never will happen. Uh, no, n- over my dead body. That's so annoying when people say that as well. Sorry. Yeah, to, to, you, to, you, you, you can see it for yourself. No, it's just, uh, yeah. So I'm everyone's like, like, oh, yeah, they get paid for review. They really don't. It's like sheesh, why for would, example. Why would, why, would we take, why, would, why would I take £500 of someone or whatever it is to, you know, I, I don't want to go there. But it's just, it's just not, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. No, if you like it, you like it. You like sheesh, for example. Like I, fuck, I love that place. And not, and not because it's, a, this, it's just cool. It's just yeah. a cool place to go and eat. And when we got asked to go to do the thingy, he, um, of, course, of course, and everyone's like, oh, another paid review, whatever. Everyone just yeah, thinks you've, you've been telling me about then. Sheesh since yeah, I started yeah. Yeah, going yeah, on yeah. about it. It's not because he's got paid, it's because he actually genuinely well, I just loves love it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I've had some of my best meals ever there. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I think more people should go there and fucking see what a real place is like and give you that experience that I was talking about earlier. Anyway, so with Chili Bite, he. I think uh, I think it went to, this is a fledgling s- stage of the, the page. Mm. I think it went to 50k views pretty quick, which for us is, you know, still be good now. But and those numbers were really centralised around where we were as yes. well, weren't they? Yes. it's very local. So yeah. I think, I think um, a couple of days later, I messaged him, or, or maybe like a week later, to say like, how was it and stuff? And he was like, mate, he was like, Oh my, he's like screaming down the phone saying, you know, we've had people come in from Northampton. Mm-hmm. I've had two lads come in from Corby and they walked in and said, I want to order the exact same thing that he had on the video. And I think he had his record every night and it was at that stage. And he said, mate, you, do, you never have to pay any time you want to come here for food ever again. And um, what Jesse's saying was right. We, I literally was like, babe, like, this is cool. I don't think we have to pay ever again. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, if we're ever short of cash or need, some, need a warm, warm dinner in our belly. Because well, it were like I've it been, right. I, I, I cashed in that check a few times, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drunken nights? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no money and hungry nights. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> How does it feel then, looking back? It's when nice. You started to now. Uh, I, I think I've, 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 I've fallen into the trap a little bit, Callum. Like, I had a bit of a reflective phase in Ibiza where it was nice to look back. You know, we, go, we hit the, hit the, hit the, the, the 500,000 milestone, then we hit the three year birthday. Which yeah, is cool. All in one week, didn't we? There you go. That's a bit of news to talk about. All in one week, in, in this, maybe even on the same fucking day, two days. <laughs> so I was thinking, but it, I'm falling into the trap, Callum, now of looking so, I'm, I'm just laser focused on the future and where we're going and what we're trying to achieve. But maybe I don't, you can't spend too much time sucking yourself off over this sort of thing. Like we're not, we're nowhere near done. You know what I mean? Like it's nice to look back and just appreciate it, but we, we move on. Like we've had it, we've done well, we've worked hard. 
Mm. I'm more focused now on where we're, where yeah, we're trying to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. We really, what have we, we you know, we've just, we, we kind of maybe got lucky and just, we worked hard, yeah, but we need to just carry on now. We're, we're nowhere near done, you know. Mm. It is nice to look back at three years because it, it's for us, it, the hardest thing for me when I got the three year, um, the birthday, you know, three years, I remember where we were when we started and that was, you know, wasn't a good place because we had a, a cricket company that I, we really, I, did, I did a really bad job with it it had good promise, but I fucked it up and it was quite a public thing here that it would, it went sideways and got myself in a bit of debt over it and just wasn't a very nice experience for me. It felt like my name was in, in mud a little bit and when when we actually started it, it was like, um, oh, another, here we go again, another business and there was a few plateaus and a lot of initial hate and we, to get, I remember those really difficult times getting through that, those little hurdles you know, after you get through one, then there's another one, there's another one, there's another one. And I'm so used to jumping these fucking hurdles now, like I don't even give a shit anymore. But um, but it's but thinking back to my mindset at the beginning was it was a t- that was a real tough time. So I was quite not speechless, but I was like, yeah, man, that's fucking cool. I've like, got through this, got through that. And I think a, a lesser man or a lesser woman would have buckled at, at these other things. And we've kept going. I, ch- I definitely showed a bit of resilience. Mm. Um, and a bit of commitment to the cause. Maybe that was through stubbornness or bl- or stupid, blind optimism. I don't know the actual reason behind it, but but we're still in now and we're sat with you around doing a fucking podcast with a, you know, so something, it, it, something's got on, right? I think you did have, your your blind faith with things does annoy me sometimes, <laughs> but I do think it is, um, or your blind optimism, but I do think it's, you have just put up with all of the, messages mm. and abuse and things like that and also a point where we probably couldn't really afford to be going out getting six takeaways a day <laughs> oh we're definitely good i don't, like, even, I don't, even, know on, how, I don't even know on, how we paid for it no putting it on credit cards and things like that and then just hoping for the best and you you're very much one of those people that's like no it'll be all right in the end it'll be all right in the end and i'm like one of those real panickers like no we're not going to be able to do this not be able to do that but it just um yeah, it's come good, I took suppose. A, took a risk, paid off. Yeah. And still going. Definitely. Because I, I think that, like, at, right at the start, we didn't have any sponsors. We didn't, we weren't getting paid from ads or anything. So if you think, we yeah. used to do two bits of content a day and you think most takeaways probably a tenner each. So you're thinking, like, oh, we've hun- been hundred, we 150 quid a week on food that we don't really eat. <laughs> that was, um, it was a lot for us, wasn't it? You couldn't afford to go shopping and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, some of them a lot more than ten of those. Just yeah, we've been to, we've, some of the videos we've had to do for content. Like you go to these, we've been to. This is a fact. We always try and buy the most expensive thing on the menu, like the biggest thing that will look the most grand on camera. So, mm. some of these like munchy boxes, you know, mm. oh, there's one for a tenner, or there's one for twenty five quid, and the one for twenty five has got the ribs, the, 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 the everything in it. Of course, you got to get that because it look best on camera, and I know that will get the best results. Um, yeah, uh, there is as well though. There's um, oh god knows what we've what we've spent on. <laughs> no. and do you know what else we've spent a lot on petrol? Oh god, yeah. Through my, my mainly on my stupid car choices. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think we'd been alright if we had a golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, does carrier pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it costs a lot to do it. Yeah, that's why um, that's why sponsors are so important. And like, I know people get annoyed with the sponsors and stuff, but we just literally couldn't do it without them. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> if you think. You know how much it costs to take two people out of their job all at, like all day 
to go to London, for example. That's two people that are not earning any money. The travel, the expenses of the food. Mm-hmm. You say that, but then you watch TV, you got TV adverts. Like it's the same kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Isn't it? It's all course, relative. Of course, it is. So I'm, I, I shouldn't I, really, Callum. I shouldn't be justifying it because it's, it's, it's how shouldn't, you shouldn't have to. Yeah, no. But, but I just wanted to address it for people, and that's also why it's so important for people to get behind our sponsors and, and make it work for them as best they can. I'm not making anyone do anything, but it's, you know, they're part of the family. They're investing us. That's allowing us to go to these places, like Ibiza, for example. That's a nice segue to onto that. Um, yeah, that was a fun little trip, wasn't it? First little sort of experiment with overseas content. Callum didn't make the trip. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I edited, edited the videos. You did. <laughs> I felt like you were there. Vicariously through, through the videos. <laughs> um, but you're going to, breaking news, we're going to go to Berlin. Yeah. Completely off of Callum's say-so. Yeah, that's yeah, so Callum was like, listen, he's like, listen, guys, the best ta- fast food takeaways, uh, the food scene in Berlin is nuts. That's where the Donner could be. I, don't, Donner I, is I don't know what, don't, not Wikipedia in it, but um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was in Germany, but um, Berlin specifically, but I'm not sure. It could have been Poland. I'm not sure, but it's that, that region it came from, which is the, like the kebab that you had in Ibiza, in the... Oh in yeah, the f- in the no, bread, bread they the call flat it. Flatbread. Yeah, but it's, it's flatbread, but they toast it and then yeah, they toast cut, it and they cut it open. So, you so get good. That. Did, did yours have seeds on it as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's but then, so like, good. The, the, the toast, the toasty machine they use has like the ridges on it, so you get like the, yeah. the you get yeah. like the the lines of toast, which gives you that break in texture in your mouth. And, Fucking. And the donut meat's so much thinner and healthier. It's yeah. not greasy. Like doesn't taste heavy. Yeah, like doesn't. Did you edit the video of the kebab? Yeah, yeah. You've done that already. Yeah, similar to that. Yeah. Really yeah. thin, it's like paper Massive, thin. Massive, yeah, and the, yeah, it's just yeah, so yeah, good. all it stuffed in tasty. there, and it's cheap as well. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. our cheapest meal. So in our beef, in our beef, the food was pretty. Fucking, the island in itself is pretty bunchy in terms of cost. Mm. And then we went to the, this kebab house, which is meant to be the best kebab. Like, Here we go, another sort of twenty, thirty euro meal, and it was like ten euros for the for a, a massive kebab and a drink. It's and definitely and not chip, bad in Ibiza. Did you get chips? No, no you didn't, didn't get, get chips. chips. No, did you? It was a big no. kebab, I guess. You wouldn't want yeah. any. Can I just ask, did you eat the whole kebab? We did, yeah. We <laughs> ripped that open and... The three of us did, didn't we? You say the three of us loosely. I had next to none. Oh, right. I had quite a bit. I found it a bit weird there was sweet corn in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, that was weird, wasn't it? I want red cabbage, lettuce. Let's talk about it. I don't have salad. So we had... We had Ben with us, who's like, he kind of runs a VIP sort of concierge service. He's a bit of a, like an agent. He loves our content. And just, it was just like, literally came, was like, guys, I'm, I know a load of good places. I'll come pick you up and take you out. So we just jumped in the car with this, this guy, Ben from Manchester, who lives now, lives in Ibiza. And he took us to these amazing places. And it really was an eye opener for us to, you know, like we go to these hidden gems in England. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is even better. Can I just ask, was that all in one day or two? One day. Wow. Mm. We did six reviews in one day. Yeah, I think that's our most that's our joint most we've ever done. Yeah, I think so. So I was, you'll be proud of me, Callum. I, was, I didn't, other than what I had on camera, didn't have a drop, a drink, nothing else, just completely stayed focused, totally professional, which actually by the, by the sixth one, I was good. I was good. I actually, I was, I was so well behaved on the first five, literally only ate what I had on camera, strict. That on the sixth one, that um, barbecue meat, one, I actually ate with the rest, everyone like a proper meal. It's good, wasn't it? Yeah, we had like dinner. So they all had uh, like 
beef tacos and nachos and I didn't have any so I was still I wanted to be super super good so I didn't want to waste the opportunity Callum like, like no we'd gone we'd gone to yeah you couldn't just keep popping back there could no, you couldn't, you can't just like go oh, hang on let's do that one again like, we've done, done that a few times in England but we're not you know we're not beef first our first time doing any sort of international content in a new place new territory new people new audience and I wanted to didn't want to mug off the English you know I wanted to do a really good job I wanted to try and create some wicked content so I was I behaved myself but that was expensive it was expensive, yeah. In our beef, Jesus. Um, Every, ev- yeah. Everything in our beef is expensive. Mm. I think everything, every bill came to 150 euros at least. <laughs> we go we for that- lunch, or we go, <laughs> like it was. Yeah, we had, we had a uh, lunch when we got a bit of sushi and stuff, and that was 150 euros, and it's like, Jesus, we went here for five days. That's okay, I was on there. the old cocktails. <laughs> hey, you enjoyed yourself, you deserve yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so let's dive into the food a little bit. So we went to this wicked little, I don't know what you what's going to be live, yeah, everything would have been live, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. So the sa- the first one, the sandwich shop, was incredible. That was a bang. Do you know sandwich. what? I gave it a nine point seven, but I've already given two sandwich shops <laughs> tens, and it was like I went, I went in there. I was like, this is so different to went in front of a free, and, and I think a nine point seven might have been harsh. <laughs> yeah. You were mesmerised. It, it was good. It was so, so good. Me, trying, I didn't. I don't know if I could get my words. So it was not my strongest point. Um, hold on. Oh, <laughs> you're a bit nervous, weren't you, on the first one? I was very one. nervous. I was very nervous. Couldn't I? Don't know if I even did a good job. Let me know if you've watched it. The bread was like super crisp, mm. like mad crunchy, but it was like a similar sort of makeup as a ciabatta. That's my. I should have said this on camera. It was like a ciabatta, but it wasn't a ciabatta. But the inside was so light and fluffy. So you had this like crunch, but then it went soft. Then you had the soft and the crunch in your mouth at the same time. And then you had this amazing feeling. It was, it was mesmerizing. Was it warm? Yeah, like oh, it, it was, was warm. toasted. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, it was toasted in the cheese. It was toasted melted, on the cheese, it? all melted yeah, on it. And I don't think you said that on the camera. I didn't realize no, it was. No, it was warm. like burrata. It was like a burrata cheese. Burrata yeah. cheese. It was like that sort of like spreadable, spreadable mozzarella, should we say. That's a, and then it had this like fresh tomato sort of spread on it. With then you had this like. Making me hungry. But then they had that, uh, you know, that Ibe- uh, Iberico, Iberian? Iberico, yeah, they have the ham, loads it's of like, ham. But this, <laughs> not just any old rubbish ham, this was like the, the elite stuff, you know, it was quite an expensive sandwich. I think it was like 13, 15 euros, I, I believe. Um, it was probably enough for two people though, wouldn't, wasn't it? N- no. Like if for a light lunch. <laughs> yeah, Enough for that, yes. Yeah. 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 If you'd been on the disco biscuits, you could probably get around about four or five of them <laughs> um, on the come up. On the come down. Um, but yeah, incredible. Absolutely amazing. And then we went to Lydia's for um, the burger. You went and pressed. It, it was the oh worst bun. It was the worst bun I've ever had in my How life. How hard did you go in on that bun? You went in hard. And then yeah. I see you put something yesterday about you should have maybe scored it a bit less because of the bun. Mm, it was the worst bun ever. Was it actually really that bad? Terrible, yeah. Really oh. bad. The, 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 the bun was um, a brioche. Wasn't fit for purpose, just so but it actually had a sort of. It felt like it had a high moisture content, and it just wrecked it for me because I don't. They, I don't think they toasted the bun either, no, so it was just. You know, this is what is this fucking it's amateur hour? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it was like I looked though. It only opened in twenty twenty, so they opened in COVID. Uh, it's like, no I was trying to be as constructive as possible, but it, it really was quite bad, Jess. And you know, hopefully, m- m- my opinion maybe will help. I will think Ben be- told her there and then, didn't he? He said to her in. 
banish. You said it was, the, the bomb, bomb was, was like it tasted, shit. It tasted. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's a shun. <laughs> it's called a shit. We call it a shit bun a shun. <laughs> uh, but it was kind of wet, and I don't want to be too harsh on them because actually, in that region, bread and bacon and. You know, I, I can't help but think they should have used a, some kind of demi brioche or a local option that would have made that such a, an amazing burger because the, it actually was the mm. sweet potato fries were amazing. The, the, the filling on my burger was tasty AF. The beef was um, cracking. The, the, the bacon was great. The sauces all came together nicely and the bun was just fucking awful. Um, but yeah, then we went on to that... Um, Empanadas. Whatever you, however you say, I'm not going to pronounce it. <laughs> Spanish I feel like they you were. would have liked them actually. Yeah. Mm. Just like they're, real bite sized, weren't they? Little bite sized little, so kind of like bite sized little pastries with uh, various fillings barbecue meats, pulled meat, mm. uh, carbonara, cheese. Different cheeses, yeah. And like, how'd uh, it stack up to a Cornish party? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Yeah. 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 Really good. There was a, there weren't like, Cornish passes in the traditional sense of the mince and the yeah, mm. um, but very nice. Enjoyed it, really, really cool. And the shop was busy. It was clean. It was no, it was nice. Where did we go after that? Um, that was the kebab one. No, was it? No, we went. Where did you go? We went. Oh, um, you had that went meat inland, uh, and we went to that taco. Taco, taco. Yeah, taco. Yeah. Apparently, the tacos were outrageous, and they were like a egg omelette. Was there just taco. one? For however much that was, or was it? Yeah, two? it was like one seven, for that, that. seven euros for one taco, and it was so small. It's good though. <laughs> That'd be good for now, <laughs> now that was a good one for me because I'm not a huge sort of like. They're uh, really big on tacos out there, aren't they? Yeah. Everywhere basically sold tacos. It was very well, popular. I'm not, not like hugely uh, au fait with. I'll, I'll eat my seafood. I'm, just, I'm all right. Let me just say this: I'm, I'm a new to the seafood game, mm. and th- that for me was pretty. In the deep end, it had like a uh, a shrimp or a prawn. Was yeah, it was top? a shrimp. I didn't. On I didn't really it. like it. It was. Ta- it was tasty. Like you two were ex- like, oh my god, it's amazing. I was it like, was an explosion of mm. flavors. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was packed. There was lots of different sauces, and there was like a Creole sauce, wasn't there? Yeah. And yeah, and then I think if you liked that, if that you liked like that, a, <laughs> also that was the sort of place where the locals would eat as well. That was great. Yeah. It was full with. Uh, you know, I think Ben really took us to some you know five or six of the best sort of little food joints on the island which is great you know mm. hopefully it will transcend into good numbers and good content and you guys will enjoy it but you know for us to go to that kind of place that sold this little taco and that, let, let me just say it looked a masterpiece didn't it just yeah like the taco out the taco was actually a, an omelette a shrimp or a prawn sorry omelette folded up like a taco or crisp and crunchy it had that same kind of texture to it as like an onion barge you know like it was mm. weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like almost like a bit bubbly, mm. like it had pockets of bubble on it. How was much was that that meat as well? Uh, what the, in the last the, video? No, in that no, one, the, the same one. The, like, yeah, the little lamb, block yeah, of that was, lamb. Yeah, that was a lot. I think. Yeah, I think it was like it wasn't very big. Fourteen euros or something. I think it was more than that, Jess. Was it? I think um, so. Why did they give you chopsticks? They didn't have any understand. takeaway cutlery, so she oh, gave us chopsticks to eat your mash with. <laughs> <laughs> they worked. They worked. Oh, if you put the two chopsticks together, you can. That looks you can, dodgy. Yeah, sorry. Shovel. <laughs> uh, and then we went to the uh, kebab, which we've covered. Kebab. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Great flavour, and that's kind of wet my whistle for Berlin. In fact, should we book Berlin today. Yeah. We've got we've got a bit of money in the account. Let's to get it done. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to Berlin for two um, days. Christmas market. Oh yeah. Uh, let's just nice. do a nice go no, nov. November. Yeah, that's when they, they open. 
oh cool in Christmas, yeah, November. I was like no let's not do December let's do November he's like yeah that's when they're going to be there <laughs> so Berlin at Christmas for that that's good anyway let's go back to the last one so that kebab we've covered it was incredible loved it totally different type of concept to our kebabs over here don't get it in flatbreads or crappy pitters I think pitters old go yeah. with it go with the pitter get the proper bread I don't think it's, it's an English thing isn't it because uh, yeah. how much better is that bread though oh it's, it's ten times better but it's then how much better is the meat it's so much healthier there's no <laughs> grease like, uh, it's not, like greasy it's not heavy at all it was like garlicky and salty and crunchy just had so much going on with it and rather they put than cheese just... in it sometimes as well oh. I've never had a cheesy fucking doner kebab in my life <laughs> Sounds just good, good isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just good, like really, really good. Uh, high value, not cheap. High value, fast. You, and wait, you wait till Berlin. Tasty. Oh, Berlin, let's let's fucking God. do it. Um, what was the last place we went to? We went to, to the uh, Can Garage, the barbecue place. Ah, yes. That did look oh, epic. Man, like just very rarely will you go anywhere that serves meat like that because it's so labour in- I said it in the in the review it's so labour intensive it actually makes no sense whatsoever I know in America they do it because you don't know how many people are going to turn up you don't maybe you know roughly I'm, maybe I'm talking rubbish I don't know but it's to put, make a 17 hour commitment to one beef rib you know like mm. it's, a, it's a big investment a lot of labour goes into it you and can taste it though can't you but then yeah, yeah but then the end result is just it's just magic that restaurant as well was very unassuming. It was literally you'd, attached you'd, you'd, to a garage. You would you probably have driven past it, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably hundreds of people have driven past it and not known it's there. So hopefully, if people watch the video, they'll even if they're in our beef, they'll know it's there now. But was it like on the outskirts, or was it actually? It's like on a. It was like yeah. on a. It was like on a just a random, not like a, a random like road, a through like road, like it's like a road from one place to another, and it's just literally at a garage, and they obviously rented half the garage out to the to one side, and they just put this. Sh- giant smoker it looked like a train at one end and um yeah like handmade smoker they'd like search oh, the island for a big thing like this and the giant beef rib was just yeah just like magic. do you think it's just one of them places that's just like mm. known everyone just goes Maybe, secret, yeah. secret little hideout what, what day did we go on a saturday Mm, yes. Well, a Saturday afternoon, and there was a few people there, but I'd, I'd like to see if it was sort of slammed in the evening. Um, it was just really cool, wasn't it? Like yeah, the, really nice. I went into the toilet. <laughs> a disco ball. Yeah, and you like, you always do that. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I was really excited. <laughs> I was really excited. <laughs> I was really excited. <laughs> all the time, isn't I was really it? excited, sorry. I walked in, and they didn't have any lights on, so I was like searching around for the light, pushed the light, and suddenly everything lit up. There was a disco ball. It was just like, it was just... Yeah, it's a bit special. And then when <laughs> like even the lights everywhere, they're all they're all handmade. They'd like chopped half of a like a wine bottle or a gin bottle, put a light bulb in it. And it, you know, it was all very yeah. quirky like that, which I liked. It was just Unique. it was just nice. Yeah. And there's one other thing you didn't say about the toilet. The 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 door close, closing mechanism oh, yeah, was, was a rope <laughs> that goes up across the ceiling down and had like an iron bar just like welded to it. <laughs> yeah. So if you pulled the door open, the iron bar would go up and then like if you let go of the door, that would shut itself. I just thought it was amazing. Like obviously this guy Physics, was a, everyone. This Physics. guy was obviously <laughs> fucking some kind of engineer, you know what I mean? Like yeah. mm, how can we close the door? I know. Let's do a pulley system yeah, it was on a, a single on a single toilet door just to get it shut like crazy. That, that's the kind of the magic just in the these places. Touches. Yeah. yeah. Obviously this like what Jess is talking about, are these glass bottles and the, the fact he's glass bottles for the lights and the fact he's you know doing all this other stuff made the experience so, saying, so what you said earlier about takeaways and like the little things I know it's not takeaways at a restaurant mm-hmm. but the little things that it's people the same, do it's the same with restaurants though but yeah they're like the little extra things you Absolutely. notice don't you like, for, for yeah. me the, I've always said this like even with edits and 
the positioning of this and that, you, you know, with, uh, for me, the devil lives in the detail. That's where actually the special stuff happens in that final, for me and everything in life, that final 10% is actually where everything good happens. And especially mm. when you put that, like, that little extra 10% yeah. in. Mm. Have you heard that, like, uh, it's like, it's like the, the ice. Have you ever heard that thing about ice? So if you put a block of ice on this um, side here now, I don't know the actual temperature that it melts at, but if you could heat it up, heat it up, heat it up, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Until and a certain point. And at yeah. one point, the whole fucking thing melts. So you could be spending, you could spend, I don't know, just to, for example, you could spend an hour trying to heat this ice up and nothing happens. And you can give up, you know, it's not working, it's not working. And then exactly that one degree change, boom, the whole thing melts. Mm-hmm. That's, that's from the, um, Atomic Habits. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's true. That's those little things. Those those little things are atomic. They really do fucking add up. And when you go to restaurants, like the, the service for me, the, the magic when you're talking about someone mm. being welcoming when you walk in, it all adds up. Can we talk about service? Yeah. I'm Fuck me. <laughs> oh, I haven't had my opinion on this. I just want to add my little. Oh yeah. Add your two oh cents. my god. I've never had my food touched by so many people. How oh, many yeah. people do we have? Five or six five different or six people. Round like, why one? do we need five or six different people? Plus, Nizra himself, we didn't talk. He's like a, just a figurine. You don't need to talk, does he? <laughs> just unassuming. Yeah, um, that was, like a, was a strange, <laughs> very it strange really experience. Like, when they cut the onion up. like that, Because I was in the corner, so I was out of the way. But he came round to cut the flipping onion in front of me and started trying to serve it to me. I don't like that. Yeah, and sometimes, like, I don't like... So we're, I get those in America, those onion things. That's why I wanted one. Blooming onions. And you just pick off... That's how I eat it. You just pick off the spikes of it, and that's how I eat it. And he was like mangling it all up, You're and just I was like, like "Let oh. me eat my food." As yeah. well, with, uh, with, I don't think I've been anywhere as much, uh, and it, as people have asked me as much, "What did you think?" And it's so polarizing, isn't it? Like people like, oh, "I don't know." This. It's definitely not all that. Yeah, you, you weren't blown away, were you? No, no. Especially after what happened to my Glover. Don't touch my Glover. <laughs> Your twenty-five pound book club. Ridiculous. <laughs> twenty-five. Usually that's free when you go, <laughs> isn't it? You, like like if, you spend a, if you spend a grand on food, you need you, like come on. Hey, some places give you free bakava. That's not meant to. Uh, a lot of um, a lot of places do that as just as a gift. To say thank you for coming. It's like a yeah. You know, it's like a like a f- yeah. It's like an addition. A goodwill, yes. goodwill thing. Like, I really, yeah. I, I appreciate you. Here's some here's some nice bit of sweet pudding up in there. I know it's a, you only get it in a little plastic tub at the end, but it's sometimes it's like the after eight minutes after like yeah a, exactly yeah. or like yeah. a bit of limoncello or something <laughs> like that. But that I, I think what we because we shortly went to Sheesh after Nusret, didn't we? And the service there so much better was so much better when they're you want them there like we never had to fill up. Yeah, you didn't know they were there. They were no, filling we're the glasses even, up yeah. and they no, weren't you two, in you your face. We weren't even weren't even paying guests there like we, we were there to do a job and they were still looking after us like yeah. when, when you go as an actual as a guest to she, she it, it's, it's 10 times better than that it was like, just, they're just, just like brilliant. unassuming not in your face it's like Nando's okay sorry I'm gonna say when they fucking come over you're eating mid bite yeah like when I eat a whole chicken so I'm just going in and it's like <laughs> it's the food all right st- yes fuck off <laughs> yeah. I hate that do you know they have to do that do you know the little <laughs> stick they have to take the stick just take the stick yeah we're eating it <laughs> yeah so let, let's I'm not calling you over to say it's not very good so it's fine let's um we know we talk about a lot of positive stuff what about this ne- what about this this is a bit slight negative for me this gold food craze this, if, like I've got it in my notes here if, like you look at the news for the week there's a couple of things have popped up there's a man up north selling a, a pork pie or something or, or his pie Wrapped in gold leaf, it's now twelve pound fifty. 
Okay, that's, that's at least that's reasonable. Yep. And then there's the Indian that you found. The poppadom. That's doing a hundred pound poppadom. Hundred pound for a fucking poppadom. A gold poppadom. Just. To <laughs> You'd want to wrap something with a bit of value with gold, like a steak. I can understand it. I can't understand. You it. you wrap it with gold. It looks good. It's a high value item. So, but a poppadom costs you fifty p normally. <laughs> well, I wrap that in gold. <laughs> you know and what? it's such a wide surface area as well. That's a lot. It takes a lot of gold. That it? does. I actually went into. Um, I bought some gold leaf. It is really expensive to buy. Why have you bought why gold leaf? Yeah. Why? Do you want me fancy? I was um, doing some wedding favors for my friend, and um, we were testing out different things. And I was in Waitrose, and they had gold leaf, and I was like banging. It was like four ninety five, and I must have got about an inch and a half square. So you think covering the whole. What did you put, use it for? Is it edi- was it edible? <laughs> yeah, it was edible. How, how, how do you apply it to the... You just like... Uh, it actually um, dissipated quite a lot. <laughs> you just get like a paintbrush or something and you pick it up and you put it on. Well, and, it, and brush, and brush yeah, it Yeah, it looks the... good. Like if you were to have a cake or something, it looks good. Did it go on a cake? I didn't. We didn't actually use it in the end. I've still got some at home. Oh. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's... it's um, do you, think, do you think that Holy Burger should do a gold burger? <laughs> Fuck that. Absolutely not. Imagine it arriving in the takeaway thing. Oh just my god, it'd be a car all crash. come off. And the time it takes to actually I mean I I mean I only bought a small part of gold leaf, but I don't know how big a sheets it comes in. It must come in quite big ones because they cover the steaks and stuff. Yeah, and so they just yeah. I just don't get it. So when he came over and do you know what he does with the burgers where he, he cuts up the burger, the gold burger and he picks it up with his that's hand, just, That's it? the worst thing. And he squeezes it and then he walks off and he's got all the gold on his finger and I'm like, I'll be like, come back. It doesn't add anything to the food. No it flavour. It's, no it's just for Instagram. It's just good for the ground. Would you talk it? about like, you know, like you've having your um, baklava mess with and the onion? I mm. think out of everything I saw at Nusret, the worst one is the burger. Mm. So whether you get a gold burger or a normal burger, it gets it'll come over, cut it in half. And he like is, is the drama. Obviously, it's one cut, so he's, he's, he needs to needs to give his performance elsewhere. He picks it up like that. Like, Two hands. Two hands. Use your words. One in each hand. <laughs> squeezes the life out of the burger. It gets the juice flowing out. Of this it's a thick patty, and he like picks it up, and the juice is fucking going everywhere. And he squeezes the guts out of your thing and puts it down on your plate and hands it to you. Like, yeah, bun, here, the, eat it. The bun is the, the bun is smashed in. He's, also, the the patties do look very pink. He needs, he needs to cook without his sunglasses on. I, I believe. <laughs> I wonder how his uh, bun stack up. Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe Especially after he's fucking. Maybe, maybe we could go and buy a gold one. And just rip rip oh, a new one outside the front. They do take away, do you reckon? No, no. <laughs> I see a video of Mark Wahlberg at Nazareth, I guess in America somewhere. I don't even think it was Salt Bay, but they were chopping his book cover up and a bit of the uh, crust flew into Mark Wahlberg's face and he looked pissed. No he looked to kill the guy. He's got a burger place actually, hasn't he? We'll have to go there. Wahlberger. Is it in England? Um, in I think they had one. They did have one, didn't they? And then it, I don't know if it's there anymore, but yeah, Wahlberger. Yeah, but so the, the burger, the burger at Nusra is that is, of all of the things, I'd be most disappointed about mm. someone doing that to my burger. I, you know, I'd like to... I just wouldn't like that and pouring the juice all over the thing and like squeezing my fucking buns and it just it's well muggy I think it's bad enough it being fed <laughs> then him touching your actual food like, with yeah. his hand I think it's all because he literally looks at the camera doesn't he with his like salt bay arm and that's when people get the picture and that's it really isn't it I know he's so rich and I know he's made a lot of money do you think he's actually 
happy doing this? Do you think he probably, enjoys yeah, it? Yeah, probably. Well, you think he I think, he's, I think he enjoys the performance. I think, from, from what I understand, just so you know, by the way, you can't hate on him. No one's got a gun. No. It's just this is the way he does it. And if people want to go and see it, then that's up to them. I think he, um, I think he really enjoys the performance. I think, you don't he, think he feels like a bit of a clapping monkey. Or maybe. maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Look, there's a lot of people coming. What's his name? Nusret. Is his name actually Nusret? It's yeah, something. Listen, Nusret. Salt Man, Salt Bay. If you ever want to come on a podcast, we welcome you. You welcome into the Parker Road Studio. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll take you in with open arms just to level the people. Do you feel like a performing monkey? Why are you touching up my burger like that? Because <laughs> he sees a lot of people. Yeah, he does, like When yeah. we were there, how many tables did he go to? He went mm. to yeah, he went to nearly every table. Came to ask Probably my funniest observation from the whole thing is the guy that has to follow him around with the... Uh, <laughs> the, um, the salt sweeper. The salt sweeper. <laughs> Fucking hell. He gets it everywhere. Literally, guys, there's, there's someone like... And he, he throws the knife onto the hand and someone comes in with the bowl of, a bowl of salt and he takes a whopping great... Like, listen... He takes more salt in his in his hand than what I've got in my salt um, <laughs> shaker. Shaker at home goes out. A lot of it goes all over the fucking floor in my socks. Everywhere your shoes are full of it when you walk out, and there's literally a guy walking around just sweeping. Imagine applying for them jobs. Yeah, salt holder and salt sweeper. <laughs> That's just literally all they do. Yeah, mm. it is. Because it's not just him that even does that. He has his little. It's funny cronies though. As well. I, I, one mm. thing I didn't notice that when I was there, it didn't seem like say like the way he brings out a steak. It didn't look like he was like over the other side of his over the shop, slicking his hair back and having selfies. Um, it didn't look like there was any sort of communication from the waitress to go, whatever his name is. Let's call him Paul. Paul, we've got another one for you. Come over here. He just he got like in a sixth sense. He just like used to fucking walk over, and the person then like from the other side of the room, the salt lady would come out, and they would like they would like meet at stake and do the business and just fuck off again. She'd go one week, go another way. I actually witnessed something while we were there, actually, where the salt lady with the tray that holds the knives was late. No. Yeah, kicked off. He did. What happened? Yeah, he just, like, had a had a word with her and she looked very she sorry. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be in the next burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It. It was but no, I mean, though. he's... He's made a name for himself and he's profiting off it and people love it. So yeah, fair play to him. Why the fuck not, exactly? From what I've read, he started as a butcher and he's, you know, very, very humble beginnings. And it's mm. not actually his... He's a shareholder, I believe. I think he's like a 10% or 20% shareholder and he's backed by a couple of billionaires from Turkey. I think we've spoken about this, but, mm. you know, he's, he, I would imagine that he's... So you say, is he performing monkey? I would say that he's happy to do it for his family oh, yeah. and... You know, like, I think he's, he's worth, what is he worth, like 70 million quid? Nice. God knows, but yeah, it's worth it, yeah. I'm just saying it must be a bit annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah for Especially sure. Especially if you get some wankers that come in and, like, want more photos and everything, you know Yeah. What I mean? No one was allowed, you wouldn't, you weren't allowed to speak to a waiter and be like, oh, can I have a photo? And they're like, nope, you, you ask him. It, you, they wouldn't go over and get him. No. There was none of that. If he happened to be at your table and you'd be like, oh, can I please yeah. have a picture? Like, that's how it worked. It was never like, he's, he isn't like that, where they would just go and get him and bring him over. Did you guys see um, the bill for 37000 Yeah. Yeah, most of that was alcohol, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It seems, I think what I'm going to allude to it now is that a lot of it going there, is, it's like a, yeah. a dick swing contest. Like, you have to <laughs> yeah. go to take a picture of your receipt. And <laughs> yeah. look, we, we did it with ours. I didn't take a picture of my receipt, but I did talk about it. But I actually went, with you guys to experience it as a foodie not to do that but it does seem like maybe we did contribute to the storm a little but bit you can't give an opinion on something if you've never tried no it. hence why we wanted to go 
But a lot of people said, oh, you can't go there because you've slagged him off. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's even more reason to go see if I was right or not. Um, that just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense. You can't go somewhere because you slagged someone off. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It, doesn't make, it, it makes no it fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> you can't build an opinion on anything if you haven't tried it or walked in the shoes or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, you. definitely. So, obviously, we did contribute to the storm probably, but it seems like everyone's going there just to take a picture of it, you know, to the flex and it's kind of it's classic it's just the, it's just the world we live in now isn't it people f- that flex culture do you do you not f- sorry no, you go. I was going to say do you not think it's going to be like a flash pan kind of thing like eventually it's just going to yeah. run thin and no well, one's going to do shit well they've got what, them you all over the world flex culture or, or his restaurant like yeah both like people will get fed up of flexing and he won't make any money because everyone's I, had I, their picture I can't imagine going there I'll be honest with you I can't imagine going there and enjoying myself if he wasn't there yeah. It's, a, it's a place you go once. You don't go like numerous yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to ever. I, mean? I wouldn't want to ever go again. Yeah, like the business model is to go there, get mm. a gold stake or whatever, flex, mm-hmm. don't ever come back. Yeah, it's not. I mean, we we don't live around there, so maybe if you lived in Knightsbridge and that kind of money or whatever is fairly normal to spend on a lunch or a dinner. Oh, yeah, then. there were some guys on that table that were ordering drinks. They were there before we got there mm. and were there still when we left yeah. ordering multiple drinks. So maybe if you're like that, businessman, really yeah, rich. Exactly. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, um, we it was punchy for us, wasn't it? But for, for kind of a lot of people in the world, it's not really that much money. So let's go really, for the experience. It looked like, it? Yeah, it looked nice, like it had a good bar. And it's it, nice to take it off. DJ, it must be a bit of an event at the weekend and stuff, like an, of an evening. It's nice to take it off for us, but I think this, it's also f- for us, it'd be nice to carry on celebrating and, and pushing other places that maybe people haven't heard of. And for us, we, it's like we did, the, we did the vegan burger at McDonald's. I understand that it's not a hidden gem. I understand that it's not an independent on your doorstep that we're not pushing and promoting. However, it is an interesting topic for debate and an interesting piece of content. And look, for us, the numbers do good. So if we do good on the numbers for that one, it's going to help that independent. It's Mackie's, come on. Who doesn't get it? It's like... Yeah, everyone. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like, we've, we've got to be present in these conversations. Yeah, it's something new has came out. Mm. Why can't you give your opinion on it? Yeah, exactly. And it's something that's so popular. Like Mac, We all have Mackie's. Yeah, yeah. Someone in Liverpool versus someone in Cornwall would be the same. Yeah, and now the vegans can have a Mackey's. <laughs> Happily. Because it's actually quite good. All right, one last topic of debate. The vegan burger. I had it. Tasted great. In a weird way, tasted better than a normal burger from Mackey's. Crazy. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying right now. So we've done a bit of research. Mm. I, it blew me away that much. It's a Beyond Meat Patty, Callum. Yeah. And they are sort of breaking out as they probably the go-to the industry leaders in meat that's taken so meat did i just actually say that in a product that tastes most like meat for people who are trying to get off of meat you know for various reasons uh but they're vegans or whatever um and i think they've done a great job yeah beyond meat is good in itself i have have it had have had it before because mm. my sister is a vegetarian Mm. and stuff but yeah the burger at mcdonald's was next level it was good it was really um, good that lydia's in ibiza had a beyond meat beyond meat burger my only concern is i think maybe you've got the list here jess you know it's vegan no meat is in inside it but you've got to think about what you're putting in your body i know like (laughs) a regular mcdonald's is not probably the best (laughs) however it does say of their meat products it's only meat seasoning and it's cooked. That, they, they, it's literally no preservatives, no artificial additives, no 100% added sugars. Hundred percent beef. Do you beef. believe that? 
whether you believe it or not. I, I, listen, Callum, don't get us into trouble, please. <laughs> Remember, they use, the, the they use the whole... They use nose to tail, like Tom was saying, don't they? Yeah. McDonald's, they use everything. Yeah, I can, so I can it see is, that. It is beef. Eyelids and arseholes. <laughs> but this is what is in... This the is the interesting thing. So tell us what's in the, burger. in the vegan one. So we've got water, pea protein, rapeseed oil, coconut oil flavouring, rice protein, stabiliser, potato starch, apple extract, salt, pomegranate extract, potassium chloride, concentrated lemon juice, maize vinegar, yeast extract, carrot powder, emulsifier, which is sunflower, lecithin. Uh, the colour is beetroot red and maltodextrin, whatever that may be. Is there any sort of like... I've heard of that one before. Is there any other sort of like um, artificial stuff? And oh, that all sounds very. Natural. I think maltodextrin is what holds it together. I think. Okay. I think that's a binder. I'm not but sure. So then you've Don't got the debate. Out. Then you've got the debate of what's what's better for you. Mm. But then, then you also have the debate. If you go to Mackey's, do you really give a fuck? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be going there if you were watching what you're putting in your body. Well, uh, just, uh, just for what's better for you is if, is if a vegan could eat the but. Regular, yeah. obviously they can't. I'm just saying from a, from a, because I honestly believe that it is going that way. You know, and like I think our kids will, you know, I, I maybe in 50 years time the big, the biggest crime of our generation will be to look back on how we treat animals. Maybe the world is changing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I think honestly one. think that our kids, our kids and our kids' kids will think about. Did you really used to eat animals like that so much all the time and mass farming and battery hens and I think it'll be like a the, the modern day holocaust or something I don't know it's weird how there's like a stigma for vegan people mm. do you yeah. think like some vegan food is very nice but I feel like they give it to them well not all of them but a small majority of vegans do put it upon themselves by being a bit like having a go at people that eat yeah, meat, yeah you know yeah. what I mean but that's part yeah. look, if, if, they're, if they're, they're passionate about animals it's like they it's like they they, they feel like it's we're murdering them so they of course you're gonna you know that they want to be public gonna it's be just, that passionate they, about they're it. passionate about but it's just i think the way they go about it yeah it's you're preaching totally, to the wrong people really. yeah Do exactly it right way. yeah i love it in me and i have turning more and more to organic um yeah you know that's what i think <laughs> higher uh, you know i i've definitely I, I definitely understand a bit more about where products are coming from, and I'm trying. I'm I read. Trying. Um, I read a. Well, that's the, sorry, Jess. I'll say that, but then I'm quite happy to go. You know, I'll eat a shit. You know, meal somewhere, and it could come from anywhere, and I don't really care. It's just I'm a bit of a hypocrite, to be fair. Yeah. So I read something today um, of how much of a impact on the environment and all that malarkey they're eating different things, and actually, things beef is the highest by quite a way. Mm. of how impactful it is on the environment. But things like um, eggs and chicken are actually very low. So I think there are ways. I think but then beef um, intake they also have a problem with how the chickens are reared yeah. because if they're not free range, they are kept in a massive barn and yeah. it is horrible because I've been inside them before you? and it fucking stinks. What, what else would tell us about it? Just, just have like multiple places, like big, big rooms where they keep chickens piled on top of each other, basically just they barely can run. Mm. And um, it's not the nicest place in the world. Mm. Just f thousands of fucking chickens just run touching oh, oh. each other, basically. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, and they all get injured and yeah, yeah it's not you don't nice. know what's going on. Not a nice way to <coughs> live. They're not treated very nicely, basically. But Interesting. Yeah, I I hope that people. I mean, I know there is the thing of um, cost with getting free range, 
some people might not be able to afford it because it is usually more expensive when you're buying eggs to get free range but i always I think the cost of everything's going up <coughs> they, yeah. they said this week that the minimum wage is going up so mm. obviously Ooh, good point yeah so what was it going up by, going up by 30p or something no, no it's, it's going up by a lot isn't it's like it? it's eight pound 91 it's going to go up to nine pound 50 all right and mm. in that news article we read it's going to means that uh prices of pints and and whatnot oh is yeah yeah prices going of pints up, are so, going to go up by 30p so, yeah. you know some of these low-skilled jobs typically in the hospitality sector not mugging on it off there by the way it's the truth it's the truth yeah. is that cost going to be passed on is, is the food cost going to be going up it might even be a good thing that i don't know is it I've, I've listened to quite a lot about it because if you pay people more money they will end up spending more money so what goes around comes around it will eventually go back into the economy yeah that is what they're saying but will there be an initial rise in certain things Probably. to compensate for the, yeah, the for loss? Bit, for the Especially bit, for the, business owners the, the food sector as well. We've, yeah, we've like had takeaways and stuff. Because they, they the, don't get the paid. Vat, the VAT's just gone up for that as well. The VAT's gone up uh, back up to 12.5%, was on 5% through COVID. So you've got that. And then in April, you're going to have the minimum wage going up, which a lot of um, people in takeaways and waitresses and waiters and things like that, they will we, probably be um, on, on minimum wage. Let's... Um, Let's have it straight. Just we fully understand the impact of this sort of stuff, you know, with um, running businesses. Some of them in the hospitality. Mm-hmm. Sorry, in the you know takeaways, sales. <laughs> it's tight when you've got to pay your yeah. You got to pay your VAT, um, you know, and your wages, and it'll be a big, be a big thing for a lot of people to to swallow that kind of extra cost when you when it's the margins obviously people think you make a lot of money on food but it's not it's really no. when, you've got, when you're taking all your all your mm-hmm. costs and stuff it's tight and i think it will have a bad a bad impact on a lot of people and maybe some businesses will close over it i don't know i think so because you think with food when um whenever you buy anything and it's raw form you don't pay any vat on it so if you're a vat registered company you don't pay vat on anything so if you buy mints if you buy bread anything like that but when you sell it as a hot food product you then pay 12 and a half percent vat on it so when you're actually working it out for doing your vat is return is it 12 and a half now is it it's 12 and a half so for any hot not, food not 20 percent. no i don't think it's ever been 20 uh, vat, vat is 20 percent. i think hot, uh, on yeah, food hot is food it's different yeah um so where most companies when they buy products they so you want to pass that cost on to the customer exactly yeah you buy x and you'll pay vat, vat on it so you can claim that back and then when you sell it so it kind of evens itself out a bit more but actually in the food industry it doesn't it's very that heavy because you can't you're not claiming the vat from your no. suppliers no exactly you can get it back on things like packaging and but that's not going to amount to the amount of food that you mm. that you actually purchase so i think we will see it it's interesting isn't it that's but a really interesting insight label wanted right? it to be 15 pound which would be a massive increase they're just <laughs> like, that's just crazy um but yeah it's people do need to be paid more because Mm-hmm. Cost of living is quite high, mm. especially in places like Cambridge. It's <laughs> fucking expensive. Um, but yeah, it does Everything's play a part to up, businesses because now business owners, small business owners are going to struggle to pay their staff that are on mm. low pay. You've got mm. kids coming out of school that are going to be on minimum wage and now they're going to get £9.50. Mm. And yeah, they might not be able to cope with that increase. No, it's it, it will have to be passed on to the, the customer really, won't it? Everything will, we will see a rise but then I think that rise was coming anyway with the gas prices going up and 
fuel going up, everything's going up. So eventually, it's all yeah, it will work itself out eventually. People yeah. spend more money. We haven't got a lot of choice, have we? No, but well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Adapt and overcome. Some businesses might yeah. fail, but yeah, why not? I think a lot of shops will struggle. Not food places, but like shops itself, because mm. they pay minimum wage and they're not that busy anymore because everything's gone online. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Running, obviously, running a couple of takeaways when you put a lot of your like your delivery fees to delivery and whatnot. It's, there's not a lot of um, if. I say not a lot. There's none. No cream left. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. Um, guys, we're an hour and 35 minutes in. Should we conclude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you enjoyed it today, Callum? Yeah, it's been fun. I, I think, think it's been good. Um, I think people are going to want to know more about you. I doubt that. With your so weird like, running habits. I'll, I'll get abused. <laughs> yeah, feel free to jump in and abuse Callum. He'll be editing the video. He'll see the comments. Give it your best shot. Um, but Callum, I think I'd like to see you on the podcast every week. You could be, you could be maybe the guy on the laptop who yeah, I can researches. Have a mic and not be behind the camera. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah okay. You could be um, researching facts, figures, and stats. You and could be my fact checker. Yeah. For when I get things wrong. You up for that? <laughs> yeah. Good. We need to figure out a way to when we get our own podcast studio of how to do the live edit. I think that's the way to do it. You, you we'll figure it out. You could edit it as it's happening, sort of thing. Yeah. Cut oh. cameras to. There is a way to do it, Jess. I know. There, there is. There. Yeah. There's a pro. There's a program. So anyway, basically, what we're talking about is editing this podcast an hour and thirty-five minutes takes a long time especially on a slow computer but yeah <laughs> i think with a proper setup proper lighting yeah. uh not echo room and multiple cameras it would look very good all right well there you go i think we've covered a lot of different stuff there today episode four back off and running F- the frc podcast available on spotify apple podcasts visual version on youtube and facebook bosh what more do you want so from <laughs> myself jess and callum you say goodbye adios bosh bosh there we go thanks for listening everyone if you've enjoyed this today please give it a share get a, give it a like give us a nice review if you're listening online and i hope we've added a bit of entertainment to your life thanks for listening everyone bye-bye